2: Hi, it's Phoebe. Listeners of this show know that from the very beginning, we've wanted to highlight unconventional stories of love, oftentimes not romantic love. What we have for you today is one of the strangest and funniest conversations I've heard in a long time.
3: Hi, I'm Ed. I'm a Sharpie cap.
1: Uh, I'm Tammy. I am the barrel of the Sharpie.
4: The part that writes. Yeah. Um, and you all, in uh, case that's not clear, you belong we, together? We are together. We we're are a couple. together.
1: We're married. We're a and, married. And uh, we, yeah, I could say we, we belong together.
3: No, we do belong together. I mean, we literally were created to be together and we ended up getting married. Not all I'm, cap and barrel are married, but we did get married and married quick and it, it and, has been great. But it's not like, I mean, there's a
1: big bin of caps and a big bin of barrels.
3: And um, imagine how lucky we must be to Absolutely,
1: have... yeah. But we weren't like made to... I mean, we we made ourselves be together. Uh, we, we made it okay.
4: So you said, uh, I think, that not all Sharpies and caps are coupled. Very true. Um, so... Or not, you know, they may end up
3: together by kind of default yeah and so it's sort of like oh, they're
1: you know. paired up they're yeah, not married they're not married yeah ed wanted are, to
3: do the ceremony so we
4: did it we did the, the real deal and we are really committed yep well i'm curious paint that picture for me what tell me tell me how how the wedding worked so we
3: planned it we had a lot of time to plan it um And really, I feel like in the planning, we sort of discovered more about each other and more reasons why it was sort of meant to be. To
1: be honest, uh, you know, I get written with a lot. You know, uh, we belong to Andrew, who's an advertising executive. And so he, uh, especially Ed, uh, used to be placed on the table. And so I think that Uh was a time where a lot of planning was happening. And then I get busy, you know.
3: I had a lot of time Being to myself, and so I could, you know, I worked out my vows, and I worked out her vows, and it yeah. made it a lot easier for her to just kind of be. And then I could say, like, oh,
1: I'd never say that, you know. Right, a
4: rewrite, stuff. and then she gets to do a rewrite. Yeah, yeah.
3: She's a pet. Yeah. You know?
4: W- what were, um, do you, I mean, I, I imagine you remember your vows. Oh, uh, I mean, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Ed definitely does, right? Yeah, I remember yeah, our yeah. vows. yeah. I have
1: the gist.
4: Can you tell me? Just a little bit about what you said. Uh, Tammy.
3: (laughs) I I remember. Um, Um, Sorry, I was doing a Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. Tammy, I promise to always remain faithful to you, to cap you, to post you, to keep you moist, to keep you safe, to remain tight around you when I'm on you and when I'm off you to never be tight around anyone else. You're getting a glimpse into my life right now. <laughs> <This is laughs> I know. It's Ed too likes much. To dream. It's, I'm, I'm, the, to romantic. Dream. I'm
1: like the romantic. I like to stay in the moment. Mm-hmm. I no. like to stay in the moment. And uh, I, my vow is just, um, Ed, thank you for keeping me strong. Mm-hmm. Thank you for uh, being there when I'm weak mm-hmm. and rejuvenating me.
4: And I love you. Yeah. So I'm picturing it correctly. Were you all, um, what's the term? Were you joined were you were you capping Tammy when mm-hmm. when the ceremony? Yeah. Yes. We're capped unless uh
1: Andrew has uncapped us or something else has happened and uh you know. So he gets really concerned about bad things happening. We were separated for a while. I'm gonna be real honest about that. And uh so you may have noticed in Ed's vows that there's a lot of stuff about being faithful, yeah. Not posting not capping.
4: What is posting?
1: Posting. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Posting is when the cap of a pen and it's really any pen, Sharpie, fountain pen, Bic, whatever. We we got a lot of pens in the office. Uh, but it's when it goes on the end of a pen. It's a pen is posted. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Not all yeah. pens are postable. You know, sometimes the cap doesn't fit on the ends.
3: Or Steve. He's just retractable.
1: Yeah. Steve is retractable. Uh, that is called a knock. Just that little device with a...
3: Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah, so knock. many moving parts, I'm worried
1: about him. Ed is very full
3: of fear. I'm, I mean, I have every right to notice things that are threats and to mitigate those threats by worrying about them.
1: But anyway, so uh, we were separated for a while, and I was uh, with uh, a different cap, and uh, that was hard for Ed. That was hard how did that happen? Andrew left us out on a table, and uh, his coworker Jason came by. Jason's not very careful.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, you know, he likes to write. He likes to use different colors for his— He's very,
3: like, he's always coming up with ideas that need to be thrown away. Yeah. He's the one that, like, the client—so the client feels like, oh,
1: you guys gave us a lot of ideas— and yes. then we'll choose Andrews. Okay. Right. And yeah.
3: they always are saying, we have to throw in some Jasons so they, so the client has something to kill. And I'm like, it took me a little while to realize they meant just say no to the idea.
1: For Kraft Singles, it was like, let your cheese get a divorce, Craft Singles. And I was like, really, man? That's, that's an automatic no, he right? came up
3: with <laughs> cheeses? Which was Jesus made out of cheese, and we're just like nobody's. You no. can't do that. No. And he drew Jesus, and he kept he drew, drew all the. He also the, misspelled the, craft.
4: Just so I'm I'm clear, let your cheese get a divorce was a slogan.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. Jason's the boss's son, so he's not going anywhere. Right. But anyway, so we were in Jason's office. He he never posts. He just no, throws he's... the caps around the table. And then before
3: I knew it, there was a red cap on me. Yeah. He was shooting ducats with me. He's got like a little wire circle attached to the back of his door. And he was trying yeah, to get basketball me. Basketball hoop. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. He's trying to get me in it. And then I actually. Did you say shooting ducats? That's what he kept calling. Him. I'm shooting ducats. Any buckets?
4: I think it is buckets.
3: Okay. I, I, maybe I misheard him, but I, I thought he said ducats. You
1: thought he said a made-up word.
3: Well, it's Jason we're talking about. The guy's constantly making. Okay.
1: Okay. Sorry. So I'm I got sorry. caught I, on. I the, come at Ed hard sometimes, uh, and it's. I'm sorry.
3: So that, that's what makes me strong. I mean, you can't like like. I, my job is to stay on her tight. Yeah. And. Uh, <laughs> I you know, can't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah. You need to make yeah. sure none of the air. Yeah. Touches her.
4: So uh, Jason was shooting gaskets. Yeah.
3: Okay, and I Thank got you. stuck or baskets. In... <laughs> there was like a uh soft yarn fabric underneath the wire thing and uh the, the I I hooked it. I hooked on and I was up there for quite a while, uh oh, quite a while.
1: It's hard for me to hear about this, I'm going to be honest, cuz it just makes me want to beat the shit out of Jason. And
3: uh yeah, Tammy got Tammy unfortunately was forced to uh, endure a long period of time capped by a different cap so so that's why the vows had all that stuff honestly I and I, I don't blame Carl at all he was just being you know he had to Carl was the the cap yeah the yeah red cap it what? doesn't matter what color he was he's I mean but he was red
1: what was I mean that? who puts a red I think he wants to ask you a question. Black, he, he gets sharpie. A little, okay,
3: sorry. It's okay. And even if, even if there were moments of it that you were, you know, enjoyed, nobody said that. Okay, but so I'm saying even did if there I just were, say that? I don't blame I didn't anyone, say that. and I'm not, I'm not trying to be like. So we
1: got married. So we were having a lot of these conversations, and I said, "Will you marry me?" And uh, and Ed started crying, and it got me all choked up, and and then he had a wedding to plan and then uh,
4: they were married forever i i know that that was a very hard part of both of your lives and thank you for i know it's hard to talk about i think thank you both for doing that yeah
3: apparently it was uh, 27 months
4: it was 27 months yeah that... wow yeah i was just kind of assuming it was a couple days
3: no no it was 27 months. I don't know.
1: It's hard for me to tell. Like, all I could see, you know, was red.
4: Hey, Ian. Hi, Neve. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, good. Neve, what's the best way to identify you?
5: Um, I think Neve alone. Associate Curator at the Metropolitan Museum of Art.
4: Okay, um, so Neve, I'm calling because I remember seeing this writing board at the Met. Yeah, it's this kind of tablet from Egypt, roughly three thousand years ago.
5: Yes. Um, how much did you say? Two thousand. Three three, three, three um, maybe even four thousand years ago.
4: Okay. Well, what's on the writing board is this uh, this letter written in black ink. And then off to the kind of sides of everything, there's these. There's red ink. Um, right. Can you explain what that is?
5: So if you go around and look at the red markings, these are definitely corrections, or someone is saying, this is how actually you should write a sign, or you forgot a, a, a dot here. <laughs> it might even be a correction of a grammatical form, and then right at the end, there's like a, a rather large group of signs all written together, and here it's a whole word that was left out, or that the other person decided to add in.
4: Does it make sense to think that this was an assignment 4,000 years ago, and the, the red ink is the teacher going in and marking it up?
5: So that is the common understanding in, the, in Egyptology of what this is. It seems logical to assume that, but we also know that writing boards were used... Not just for students.
4: For, for me, it's just, it's crazy that using red ink to mark mistakes goes back 4,000 years. Mm-hmm. Is, is there something about red? Like, is there something, is there a connection between red and bad?
5: So there is a, a connection between red and dead. Um It's kind of the color that has been known to be connected to one of the gods in Egypt, who's kind of the god of confusion and the god of of things that are not usual, let's say. And later on, red seems to be something that is sometimes avoided. But when you look at letters, it's not exactly to mark that this is a negative that has a negative aspect.
4: Neve, can you tell, uh, given the number of mistakes this person was? making were they a bad student (laughs)
5: um i think they were excellent students (laughs) um i think it's um as a person who has terrible hieroglyphs some mistakes i would say yes should be avoided but um it's hard to judge so many years away from that
4: did you say you have terrible hieroglyphs
5: yes i I did say that (laughs) a lot of Earlier Egyptologists had wonderful drawing skills and wonderful hieroglyphs that I'm always at awe at. Um, I myself use uh, um, a software on my computer to do it for me.
4: So you have bad hieroglyph handwriting.
5: Yes, <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, and when I teach, I teach hieroglyphs. So when I teach that to the students, I do have to draw it on the whiteboard, and that's when it's terrible.
4: I am curious. I feel like we're getting. To the end of our conversation. If we were to write goodbye in hieroglyphs, <laughs> is that something like what what would you draw?
5: I think I could more easily say hello welcome than goodbye.
4: Okay. Well we'll end with hello then. Uh, so what what would you write?
5: So the the phrase that we know that they've been using is kind of a oh come in peace. Uh-huh. And there will be different signs in it, but the <laughs> red for the walking legs, probably quail chick and a double stroke, uh owl.
4: So wa- walking legs, a quill,
5: you said... Quail chick.
4: Quail chick.
5: Um, bread over a table.
4: Bread over a table.
5: Another piece of bread, but a round, a half round one, and a pea. A, a pea. Um, so that's... Probably I would, how I'd write it and someone would make fun of me for even doing that.
2: Support for This Is Love comes from Indeed. Hiring someone new can sometimes feel like finding a missing puzzle piece. The right person can complete a team, but the search can take a long time. And sometimes it feels entirely up to chance. Indeed is designed to help you find that perfect match much easier and much faster. Indeed's matching engine learns from your preferences for job candidates and becomes more accurate over time. That means the more you use it, the better it gets. You also don't need to worry about the busy work of hiring. Indeed will help you with scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners to this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash thisislove. Just go to indeed.com slash thisislove right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash thisislove. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
4: I want to ask you, um, can you describe your smell?
3: (laughs) Uh, Ed smells like home. Oh, we're describing each other's smell?
4: I I guess I was thinking of your, um... Collective smell? Collective smell. Oh, oh. But that... (laughs) Well, shoot, if I'm doing my
3: job, there ain't no smell. You know what I'm saying? If... There's there's no smell whatsoever but when I'm posting the the smell like I feel like uh, this, the the job is to let everybody know that you are uncapped. Let everyone in the room know you are uncapped. I mean, so I can gonna get be that honest. cap back on you as soon as necessary. There is a smell. Jason would
1: would smell me when I was uncapped. There's definitely a smell.
4: So I understand Jason would would Sort of make an effort to to smell you.
1: Yeah, he he'd get a little close to my nib, and he would take a big sniff. Mm-hmm. But I think
3: like just shorthand, ethyl alcohol this is what. Yeah, combination yeah. Okay. and probably some profenols, if I'm getting that right, and some. Um, Tammy's nib is made of some synthetics and some wood, um, but that the smell, the natural smell, of that would probably be overpowered by what's in her barrel. Lid? Yeah, kiddo. <laughs> yeah, right. you got a lot going for <laughs> all you. All right, all right, all right. You don't just happen. <laughs> okay, okay. You're pretty amazing. Somebody paid attention in the factory. <laughs> <laughs> well, so. yeah. Actually, yeah, I did.
4: I wanna talk a little bit about just writing. Yep um, are there specific letters that are more fun or that you just you enjoy writing? I love a Q. Yeah. I love a cue. It's a circle. It's an oval.
1: You know, it, it's up in the air. And then just when you're like, I'm done. Nope, I'm not done. I Got a little bit at the end. You know, I love yeah. a cue.
4: Yeah. I like writing a cue. Cool. Uh, Jason
1: does a cursive cue and that's disgusting. I know. Um, it... Let me just say this about a cursive cue. It looks like somebody messed up the number two. And anybody comes in and reads it. They, they don't think it's a cue. Let it go, Jason.
3: Sorry, I interrupted you. No, I, I was going to say the same thing, sweetie.
1: No, you weren't. I, I know I get mad about the Q. What were you going to say?
3: I was just going to say, like, I don't, I don't know if it's a two or a cue, but you said it better. Well, Ed, is there a letter you like? I mean, like, I like a giant number one. Like a full body size, number one, because you go all, all the way up and, I'm bored. and all the way down. I'm bored. And it just feels like we're together on it, though. We're both going up and then going And we here, are, but I'm down. bored.
1: We're together, but I'm bored. Yeah. I mean, when we're doing the number
3: one. But like something like a six, they're just, they're, they don't do a lot for me.
1: So, you know, we're not the same. We're married, but we're not the same. Right. Which
3: yeah. I and think that's, is additive. That's it's true not, of all. It's not... Yeah, It's not in conflict. It is?
4: Yeah, I think all married couples are different than each other, and the successful ones, uh, those differences complement one another.
1: Because I don't meet, I'm going to be honest, I don't meet a lot of married couples. We're the only Sharpies that I know of that are married to each other. Well, we don't hang out with a lot of Sharpies. Actually. I mean, we hang out with a few Sharpies, and none of them are married to each other. Yeah. They're strong pairs. They're just not married. You're
4: right. Yeah.
1: But the, your experience is that it's good to be different
3: and married. Which is what I said. I know that's your experience. Well, I'm just saying that I think that's what a good marriage is. But you can ask him. That's what I was doing. And I support that.
4: I think when you're different, that's the only way you can learn from each other. Hmm. Otherwise, you would have nothing to talk about because you, you would know everything the other knows. And you would feel everything the other feels. And it, it wouldn't be interesting. And so your, your pen,
3: your wife... I would think otherwise. She would be like, I think it's good to both know the same things, mm. and then you learn that from her, and she learns from you that it's good to learn different things.
4: Well, we agree on a lot of things, okay. but there are a lot of things we don't don't agree on. Right, so you, right, I think right, you right. need you do need some commonality and some difference to make it work the
3: basic stuff like agreeing to 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 be faithful agreeing that this is what we're doing forever agreeing that like we love each other the basic stuff
1: i was faithful i was just capped you know what i mean emotionally i was not unfaithful
4: i mean i think it's part of the conditions of being who you both are exactly that you don't have a you don't have a choice.
1: Yeah, exactly. I didn't have a choice. If uh, if I had a choice, then I'd be dead, right? If I'm not capped, I'm dead. If I'm left out there long enough, I'm dead. Ed's fine. Ed is on a basketball hoop for who knows how long. Uh, duck it, whatever. But uh, I'm dead. So every time you say I wasn't faithful or imply it. You know, what I'm hearing is that you'd rather I be dead than capped again. And that hurts.
3: Well, I'm glad you're alive.
1: Thank you. I wish you'd be nicer to Carl. Carl can go to hell.
4: I can't think of another couple I've encountered that is dealing with what you're dealing with which is that one of you is aging and the other one isn't.
3: Do you remember Andrew's dog that you'd bring into the office? Yeah. And he was explaining the dog ears thing um, to Jason. To Jason, who, Jason did not. Jason. We
1: heard that explanation a lot because Jason could not get it. But, uh, but the gist of it I is really... that dogs die sooner than people. So yeah, I remember that. Yeah,
4: it's interesting because you you're a permanent marker,
1: but I'm not permanent. Yeah, yeah, I think about that a lot. But you know, Ed's gonna be here forever. Ed's made of plastic; it stays what it is. But the I'm ink not going runs anywhere. Out. I'll stay on you dry
4: forever. Can you all tell me um, about the last thing you wrote? Oh,
3: didn't Andrew take—I mean, we haven't seen Andrew in a couple of weeks. Yeah, the last thing he wrote uh, was—he wrote this
1: thing, I'm at lunch. Fuck you, Jason. Remember, because it was really angry, and he, like, really—he did the block letters. Yeah. Yeah, it was—I think Jason was supposed to come in. They were going to work on something together— and then Jason didn't show up, so he just wrote something on the board for message for Jason.
4: I realize you're always writing other people's messages. Um does it ever do you ever worry about the things you know you're being made to say?
1: Honestly, I was I've been feeling fuck you, Jason, for a while. So I was all right with that.
4: Do you think about what you would do if you if you could choose what to write? Hmm. I mean, we definitely think about it,
1: you know. I mean, I know Ed does.
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do. Dream, dream message, sure. Hey, if
1: is there any way that you could take us and uh, write something with us?
3: Yeah, sure. You would do that? Yeah. You absolutely. post post me on the back of Tammy.
4: Yeah. And you could write. Okay. Uh, so I'll take you take you off. A of, is that is that okay? Yeah. 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 What's that like when you're separate, by the way? To
1: me, it's like there's a burst of light, you know, all of a sudden all this light. But then um, pretty soon after, it's too much light, and I, I miss I miss
4: the darkness. It's interesting, because Ed is both your partner, but also a, bl- a blindfold.
1: Yeah. Ed is uh, my partner, but also like a smothering blanket.
4: I'll, uh, I'll po- post you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, you do it a, a little head. different than Andrew. You do it a little different than Andrew. But... Is that okay? No, or... yeah. No, it feels okay. good. It feels good.
4: Um, yeah. So I guess I don't, I, I guess you're, I'm going to write with you and you'll dictate to me what.
3: Okay. Dear Andrew. Dear Andrew. Dear Andrew, Come on, new paragraph. <sighs> this is going to sound crazy. We are your Sharpie, Tammy and Ed. We work hard for you, and in return we have a request. New paragraph. Again, comma, we know this sounds totally crazy, comma. But trust us, comma. Please do not throw us away, comma, even when Tammy and then in parentheses the sharpie comma not the cap and parentheses is all dried up
1: Babe, I, I say this very respectfully and with a lot of love but it's starting to sound like Jason wrote this
3: okay can we Let's can we start over
1: yeah i get, i got plenty of ink we can you know what i'm saying though babe? okay
3: i understand i know i just got excited let me just try it again Dear Andrew, comma, new paragraph. Please never throw away your black Sharpie, period. It is lucky. It has been there for you through thick and thin. And even when it is fully dried up and useless, comma, it will still be there for you, period. Love your Sharpie.
1: That was great. Um, would you mind writing something
3: for me? Sure. But on a different piece of paper, because...
1: Respect. And also, because that's for Andrew. Uh, Could you just write something for me on a different piece of paper? And then put it in the drawer with us? Yeah. Um, Ed, I love you uh, till the day I dry.
2: This story comes to us from the podcast, Everything is Alive. Everything is Alive is created and hosted by Ian Chillog, produced by Jennifer Mills, with Eva Wolchover. This episode was edited by Hilary Frank. Tammy and Ed the Sharpie were played by Tammy Sager and Ed Herpsman. Thanks to Neve Alone, associate curator at the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York. This is Love and Everything is Alive are proud members of Radiotopia from PRX, a collection of the best podcasts around. I'm Phoebe Judge, and this is Love.
0: Radiotopia.